It is intended for mature audiences. Listener discretion is advised. Can't do it. We'll do it live. We'll do it live. Do it live. I can all write it and we'll do it live. Fucking thing sucks. Bastards. Welcome to yet another blah blah episode of the Freestyle Club. I am the unknown admin, and joining me today is my partner in crime, CPR Jose Ortiz. And as you well know, your new name is D U A. God, it's times like this that I miss Nick. See, Nick <laughs> is on assignment baking cookies, and he's not here to take the brunt of Jose's uh, abuse. <laughs> it's it's CPR, D-U-A, the unknown admin. And then what was the one for Nick Cologne? Oh, does it even matter? He's not here. T-V-O, <laughs> the broken one. The broken one. All right. So this episode, we're going to focus on fan feedback. Let's start off with the poll that we put up just about a month ago. And we asked our, our listeners, with half of 2019 gone, do you think freestyle as a genre is doing better? About the same or doing worse? And thankfully, no one said that it was doing worse. Seven people said that it was about the same. And about 40 people said that it was doing better. I'm not sure what the other seven people are listening to. Um, Maybe they're not listening to the songs that we're listening to. But I'm not sure where they say that it's about the same. I, I think there's a vast improvement between just the six months, the first six months of 2019 compared to all of 2018. Uh, what do you think, Jose? I think that uh, what people are doing is going to certain groups and they're oversaturated with some of the bad stuff that's coming out. So when the good stuff comes out, because as you can see from the numbers, all the bad people hang together and they <laughs> and and they share their their uh, you know their bad songs amongst each other. So it just seems like they're in the forefront. But all the quality stuff, you know, we don't they don't make pretend to have all these different viewers or participants. We just have a small connection and group of people. So I think I think that when folks are uh, searching through social media and they see, you know, coming from label X, you know, here comes Carmen La Puta and they're like, oh, that's new freestyle. So they play it and they're like, what is this shit? You know, so then they think that it, it's doing bad. I guess seven people need to stop going to those uh, Facebook pages and stick to ours. I think that you are correct, and I agree with you, because this also goes into our next segment, by the way, but I think with the number of of groups that we have, with the number of people in those groups, and the saturation of certain promoters that are promoting their stuff over maybe uh, more talented people that are not promoting as much, they don't have the time or they don't have the resources, you get to see always the bad, you know, It, it goes back to... How are these guys with less talent getting booked over the more talented artists? And it comes down to the you know the marketing, the promotion, the push, the hustle. So you know it, it's it's up to the, each artist to to make everybody know who they are. 
I think too that people don't want to be told what to do in a certain way. Like they don't want to be told what to listen to, what not to listen to, and what's good and what's not. And so, you know, they try to go against the grain. You know, they'll they'll be the ones to tell you, no, 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 this artist is good, this artist is real good, and then you play it, and it's like they're off key, they can't sing. You know, like uh, Lady Marmalade from uh, from from Brazil. You know what I mean? Like. Uh, you know, Lady Matu Bears from Brazil, (laughs) she sounds horrible, but they oversaturate all these groups with Lady Marmalade, Lady Two Bears is going to come out with a brand new song. And there's a lot of uh, promoters out there and producers doing a lot of favors for people they shouldn't. Like they're doing production for people that don't have any talent, but they're producing them anyway. And then they're like talking about how proud they are of them and how they are doing great and you're sitting there and you're like, what are you talking about? They're doing great. I mean, the only people that know them are his family. I agree with you with the point that we have producers that are producing people they shouldn't be producing. Uh, you know, I see artists coming out with these songs and albums and, and whatever and whatnot. And I think to myself, you know, if they took that time and energy and that money and gone to a producer that they had uh, success with in the past, they could have had, you know, one great song instead of 10 bad songs. No, I, I think that you, you're right. There's a great example that I can give and um, I can discuss it because I'm on the radio and I purchase music all the time and, and I'm a connoisseur of freestyle. But, you know, A.B. had a great song with the Santana Twins. It was Love. It was probably the best song he's done in many years. And then you fast forward to 2019 and he released an album, an album that everyone has forgotten about. Uh, and I, I got my copy first because I, I thought that I was going to be able to salvage a few songs from that the album to promote. And then I heard the album and I'm like, I, I can't play any of this. You know, so you're, you're sitting there and you're wondering I, I, what kind of decisions are these guys making for themselves as an artist first? And second, like, do they listen to the finished product beforehand? I don't know. Yeah, when it comes to the album, I don't know how much creative control they have over that because it was done with a label. But that brings me to the flip side of the coin. You have producers that are making a name for themselves, especially this year, good producers. But then they take on these side projects and are they tarnishing their name when they take on these side projects that don't really pop off as well? I think for them... It's more about the money part. And I, I think we discussed this, you know, over a year ago on, on some of the first episodes of the Freestyle Club. They're work for hire. They're just doing whatever they can to get work for hire, I guess. I understand that part, but sometimes you got to take care of your brand. If you and I started playing a bunch of lower tier inferior songs on our podcast or on the air, on the radio, I think people would be turned off by it. Or we may just be the most popular in the entire <laughs> genre because that that's how it is again is my point from before people don't want to be told what is good even though we know what is good even they even they know it's bad and they won't admit it because they don't want to be wrong so they'll fight to the death to prove that point i've seen a lot of people as of recent you know putting these shows together too it's not only the producers but promoters as well they're putting these shows together and i'm like how did how did you book that person? It, it must be because it's free. The, the person's doing a favor or it's a mutual thing where the person's not getting paid to perform because that's the only way that I see it. I, I see a flyer right now that I just shared with you 
uh, and the only invasion that I see is one to my ears. Just... <laughs> we predicted this back in 2018 that 2019 will be a, a better year for freestyle because that's where the trend was going. But we also know when there's a good trend, there's also an increase in bad productions, bad events, and so on and so forth. So we knew this was coming. We knew that along with the good is always an equal opposite bad end to it which is unfortunate but it's part of it's part of the genre part of every genre except that in freestyle it's so small that everyone knows each other that it just seems enhanced right it just seems that much more you're absolutely right and people are kind of losing their mind because some of the people that are not getting the attention that they want because they feel that you know people are are looking elsewhere uh, or, or they feel they've been slighted somehow. They're doing some really crazy things right now on social media. You sent me a picture, and I was like, "What is this? Is this like the uh, insane clown posse, the freestyle version?" And I'm just wondering what kind of project they're putting together. I mean, I see uh, Road Warrior face paint, and you know, doing the clown makeup, and I'm just <laughs> looking, to, you know, and I, and they're like, you know, we're coming with the fire and the brimstone and I'm just wondering, like, you haven't done it before. What makes this different? The fact that you're wearing a WWE costume? I, I don't know. I just know that uh, people are really fighting for a position now because they see that the top tier, the people that are the top tier of new school freestyle and the top tier of old school freestyle, some of those people are getting together to work together. And, and there are projects that are going to be coming in the future. Like, for example, there's a Stevie B project with Jay Adams. So people are really taking notice of what he's doing. So there's a king of freestyle. There's the hottest producer as of today, 2019. And they're getting together to do a song together. And so everybody else is all like, oh, that he doesn't want to work with me. Or he's not giving me an opportunity. I'm going to go work with someone else. And they just become these... Uh, just i don't know it's like reverse bizarro world freestyle uh producers and artists that uh are just putting you know they're just throwing shit on the wall and seeing what sticks and then going with it they have no sense of direction definitely seems like a gimmick to me because i, I look at what like one particular person has done he, he does he did some good stuff so why resort to this just to get attention? Why resort to being out of your lane to do something just to get attention? It doesn't make sense. Just concentrate on what you do best and put out quality music and, and you'll get the attention that way. You, you just have to learn how to promote and market yourself. And that's that what's not, missing. I know that we're not speaking specifically. Um, I've only made specific mention of one person. But again, it's, it's not that we're trying to attack people. It's just... You can see the desperation. You can see the frustration. They they go on social media live and you know they they speak and they they spread these things that are not true. You know, typically if somebody doesn't make it in our music uh, or somebody is quote unquote blacklisted, it's because they put themselves there. There's no such thing as a freestyle blacklist. It's just people that burn bridge after bridge and are are now on an island by themselves. It's funny you say that because the other day I was tempted to put up a meme and I, and I was like, you know what? I thought better of it, but I'll put it out here today. I just wanted to say that in freestyle, there are no gatekeepers. 
if you're good, go out and put out your music and stand by it. Don't play the victim. That that's only going to get you so far. Yeah, and we have but, that. That's like that's like a, a ongoing thing. When they don't get what they want, then they become that social media uh, millennial where they blame the world for these things that have happened to them when they don't want to take responsibility on unraveling themselves and and becoming the people that they truly are when before that they were just presenting themselves as these humble artists, which we know they are not because we get to deal with these folks behind the scenes. And then when people, you know, burn the bridge and they unravel, then it becomes, you know, they victimize me. It becomes a pity party or it becomes they attack whoever. And then they come back and say, you know, I was in a bad headspace. You know, like the typical stuff that they do in real media. <laughs> it's like wrestling. It's like wrestling. Yeah, yeah. It's like it's like you're doing a Kardashian, uh, you know, live Kardashian taping or or you're doing some uh, Bella Twin stuff. You know, it's like they go and rant and rave on social media. And then after they're all set and done doing the ranting and raving, they'll come back and either they're apologizing to some people or they'll just scorch the flames all over again. But there is no gatekeeper. I'm a gatekeeper for good quality freestyle music. And, and that's what I've been told. But I give everyone equal opportunity to impress me, to, to show me that they are more than they are. I've said to many people, and I will use, you know, Alex the Latin Nation as an example because I like using him as an example. Uh, I've told him before that he wasn't a good singer. I told him before that I wouldn't play his music. And here we are, 2019, and, uh, you know, he, he got some songs in. Not all of them, because not all of them are hits, but he's got some of them in there. And so I, I, I opened the door to him, and, you know, he was able to even perform here, sell some merchandise, you know, have people sing the song with him. So, I mean, it's, and there's people that attack me now, you know, who allegedly are friends or people that got along with me or whatever the case may be. Same thing with them, you know, they got the opportunity to, to get that push. Uh, so it, it isn't like, oh, this, this door is only open for certain people. It's just that I just can't let everyone in. And those are the folks that get, get really upset with me. You know, oh, I can't believe that you're not playing my song, but, you know, this iRadio station is playing, you know, my song. I'm like, well, they don't, they don't have an audience, so they don't have anyone to worry about. I got to <laughs> worry about, I got to worry about the people that listen to my show live on 90.7, the ones that are not on social media, because, you know, we have 4,000 watts, stereo power, 45 minutes any direction, and we still have local fans that tune in. So if I'm playing somebody that is screaming their heart out like a hyena, they're going to turn my show off, and I, I can't have that. So I agree with you when you say that you're the gatekeeper of, of your show. Uh, Tim is the gatekeeper to his show. Frankie is the gatekeeper to his show. But there is no great big sweaty guy with hairy arms in the corner blocking anyone's access to anything if you have a the song you go out you put it out you have social media to bypass everyone if one person doesn't want to play your song you have facebook live djs that you can contact it's not like it was three years ago where all you had was cpr that was that was all there was right for 10 years 15 years that's all there was with cpr and people used to bitch and moan but now you have other venues you have social media that you can use without anyone's permission 
Absolutely. So, the only yeah. you know, the only thing is that you know there have been some people that have admitted that everybody wants to be on my countdown. You've seen it on social media, and that, that makes me proud because it, it just shows that there's quality in what I do. But again, yeah, you could go elsewhere, you know, and and I encourage you to go elsewhere because sometimes that makes me think, well, maybe I should give them an opportunity now, and so. You know, it, it, it works both ways. And I pay attention to everyone and what everyone is doing. I And and now, look, look at with, with social media the way that it is. Look at what you have accomplished. Uh, look at what you have accomplished, you uh, unknown admin. You, you bastard, you. <laughs> look at the things that you have accomplished. You know, you have been pretty much a silent partner of mine. And now you launch the Unknown Admin Podcast and it's trending on iTunes podcast app. So there's opportunity. You know, I, I'm no longer the number one freestyle show in freestyle on a podcast. You are. And so, like, that's to me, that's great because it, it has been me by myself, almost 600 episodes. And now you have an idea, you put it out there, and you're charting. The Freestyle Club is our idea, and it's also charting on the interview part on Apple iTunes. Isn't that crazy? So that's weird. It's great. <laughs> You know, so it's like you're you're doing the podcast. So if my show's number three in all of freestyle, I'm okay because I'm in good company. I'm with my own people. Everything that we're doing is absolutely working. So if I'm number three on Apple Podcasts or number three in freestyle, I'm okay with that because I'm in good company. What you're doing, unknown admin, is working. You're number one now. The freestyle club is number two, and I'm at number three. And how can I not be happy about that? What we are doing is working. It's all within one family, one group of people that work together. And so I want to see more of that. Uh, I want to see other podcasts come up, but I just feel that people are not investing. They're, they're satisfied with the status quo, and that's why they spin their wheels. They, they are satisfied with just sitting behind the keyboard and just getting on social media live and talking about frustration. Get out there and do what you need to do as an artist. We're doing it in a media form. Like we wake up every day and we're doing something every day for social media, for podcasting, for freestyle music. And it's not that we want credit. It's just that that's our passion. So we're doing, we're taking our time to do it. I mean, today I just finished doing a George Anthony anthology countdown. And and that just tops off a whole week of, or, or two weeks of, promoting George Anthony's brand new single with George Lamont. And so now when I finish it, this top 10 countdown, this definitive George Anthony top 10 countdown, I, I've done my job. Everything has come to the release date. And so we came right to neck and neck with the release date. And and now everything is is tap, uh, now everything is logged in to, to our to our CPR's clubhouse history, to the freestyle club history, and and we have uh, created history or historical moment and timeline for the future. This is the Freestyle Club. Topic of the week. Let's talk freestyle. First topic is from Gino Caparelli, and it's marketing the music better and better promotions. I wasn't planning to talk about promotions as much, but I think you raised a good point. My podcast was pod faded. It was dead. It was like at least five years since I put up new content. I would put up a mix once a year or whatever, but it was for all intents and purposes, it was dead. So I took it from scratch 
to be number one. That didn't happen overnight, and that didn't happen with me buying listens. It didn't happen with me uh, sacrificing a chicken. It had nothing to do with that. It had to do with me sitting down, coming up with a plan, and implementing that plan. For example, I built up the unknown admin on Facebook. I shared and I engaged the audience. And over time, I was able to double, triple, quadruple my engagement. Every chance I had, I didn't promote myself. I engaged the conversation. I became part of the conversation. I didn't just interject, leaving a link to my podcast. I actually engaged with the audience. That is something that people can do instead of just dropping links in every, in a thousand groups that are going to be seen by the same thousand people engage don't just make it about yourself leave a comment leave a like share what everybody else is talking about that's how i was able to build up my presence on facebook i went from having uh 2000 maybe less than 2000 uh people on my account to over 3000 i have uh, over a thousand in my in my Facebook page that that was dormant. I worked better on my on my website. I made uh, better titles. I made it more engaging, and now it shows up on Google. If you search some of these songs that are out today, you'll find that the unknown admin is in the top page. That you know again that doesn't happen overnight. You have to plan it out and and implement it and do milestones. And if something's not working, you have to adjust. But it takes effort. And I think this is, you know, a, a perfect example of what one person that's relatively unknown in the industry can do. So imagine if you're an artist, if you put that same energy into it, there's no reason for you not to be known. You got a product. You have everybody's attention. Now's the time. And that only makes me want to step up my game and research what I could do to, to get noticed even more. So again, it's inspiration. You know, it's not competition, it's inspiration. And that's what I want people to be inspired to do. Why why sit there and talk for eight minutes about nothing, have no points, have no ending, don't know what to say, and at the end of the video, yell and scream and attack when that's just going to cost you everything that you worked for. Why not just, you know, engage? And people are engaging. Look at the success of Jenny Renee. Jenny Renee is working, you know, she's flying all over the U.S. trying to earn an audience ear, an audience there. Sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't, but she's taking the time to fly to, to Philly. Let me just say, the, the last uh, concert that she did uh, for uh, Miami, you know, she flew from Florida, got stuck in Boston, drove uh, to another airport, got on a plane, got off in some other place, uh, you know, like drove again. I mean, she busted her ass with many men to get to that venue. They got there on time uh, and, you know, it wasn't the crowd that they expected, but they worked to get there. I don't see that happening a lot in our music. And maybe it has to do with the financial aspects. But if that's the case, then don't complain about it find different ways to engage your audience not by pity because pity only works so far not by jumping on somebody else's release date 
it's by marketing yourself in a way where people are going to accept you. And we could talk about this until we're blue. It's just, it has to, action has to happen. Action has to happen. And if you're not going to make the action happen, then step aside, don't complain, and and try to figure out a plan on what you're going to do next. Yeah, I, I'm glad you mentioned release dates. Some of these releases, the way they're being promoted is not the best. I think, you know, to give constructive criticism, I just want to say this. Pre-orders are not really, I understand why they're being done. They're not, the, the way that's being handled is not the best. You don't just put a pre-order uh, advertisement and walk away from it. You give it a link to a, a one-page website. It's very simple. Do it to a one-page website. You say, hey, you want to be one of the first to get this track? Sign up for our newsletter and we'll let you know. Now you have the person's email address. Someone who is interested in your product. Right? This is not some random person. It's not an a, a email that you got off somebody else's list that you paid for. This is a person that took the time to leave Facebook. And we all know how difficult, Jose, you know, uh-huh. as well That's as I hard. know, how hard it is to get people to leave Facebook. You actually got someone to leave Facebook to give you their email address because they're interested in your product. Boom. Now you, when you come out with the next release, you can send out a newsletter saying, hey, thank you for being a valued customer and showing interest. We have this new song coming out. And you can tie that in with, you know, 5 10% discount, whatever. It, there's so many things you can do once you have that person's email. It just kills me that people are not taking that approach. And you know, some will say, oh, emails, that's old. No, it's not. People are still using it for a reason. That's the reason how, that's one of the reasons how Andre Farga is so successful with his shows. You know, yeah. for the most part. Him and, and Steve, they both got mailing lists. They both do their promotions. They give discounts all through their email list so and and that's possible because they have websites why is why is it so hard for people to have a website now in 2019 i fucking loathe pre-orders i fucking loathe coming soon with no date on it i fucking loathe bad promotion i hate bad promotion i'm still waiting for the many album how long has it been it's been what almost 15 years now i hate that coming soon this is what's happening. And maybe maybe I shouldn't be the one saying this because I promised an album and I explained it before what's going on. But it's it's also the timing. There's a lot of people that want to wear the chief hat and they don't want to be an Indian. Some people are not soldiers. Sometimes you got to step aside and let the soldiers work. Sometimes you got to step aside and let the Indian be the chief or let the chief be a chief. Be chiefy about it. Sometimes if you're if you're trusting the head of the company, the head of the promotions department, or the person that's in charge, then you got to trust the process. Whether it's as fast as you want it or as slow as you want it, it, you have to leave it up to them. You're the one trusting these folks. But it doesn't happen that way. One minute they're promoting the the MP3, the next minute they're promoting the 8-track cassette player and MP3 combo, then they're, they're doing the poster, then they're doing something else, and you're like, everybody's confused. I got people in my inbox talking about how does this work? I'm like, I don't know. I have nothing to do with, with whatever projects are coming out. And I think that many of them are just trying to get that money up front so they can pay for their pressing or pay for their, their cost up front. And it's costing them in the long run because people get frustrated. And then they're like, you know what? Fuck it. 
I'm not doing this. Another way that having a, a website or email list can work is, okay, Jose, you're going to put out your uh, this compilation. You know you're getting depressed. You know that it's going to ship to you on a certain day, and you're going to be able to ship them out the following day or the following weekend. You can put, hey, coming soon, my compilation, go to my website to get more information. Here's my, you know, sign up to my mailing list. But guess what? When they go to your website to get more information, you can have copies of your older compilations on that website that they can peruse through, right? They can window shop and, and look and see, hey, I didn't get that CD. I didn't know that CD was out. Or, hey, he got a T-shirt. He got a hat. He got a USB. He's got a plunger with his logo. Fuck, whatever. Go to timspinning.com. Uh, yes. That's a perfect example. Tim Spinning Showmer. Timspinning.com. He got the he got the forty dollar hard drive with all his mixes for 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 days. He got he got his bookings, he where he's gonna appear next. He, he even implemented uh his videos from when he's live. I love his website. It's easy to maneuver. Cynthia got her, her own website, Lizette got her own website, George Lamont has had his own website for a while now. And it's time for, for the labels, at least the labels should have uh, websites that people can buy dollar downloads and they keep that whole dollar instead of sharing it with iTunes or Amazon or whoever the fuck else they got to share uh, money with when they put these up in, on these other sites. They can keep 100% of the money instead of giving it to Tidal or, or Spotify. There have been many ideas that we've shared here on the show and that's part of why we created this to provide that type of content. Some people take that advice some people don't. Some people take as being too preachy but i think that what we do here is give ideas you could take some of the ideas and create your own but just actually do something and do something for your audience i see so much selfishness on social media and i don't see a lot of giving back i don't see a lot of altruism i don't see a lot of connections happening all i see is pulling and tugging pulling and tugging and you got to do this and you got to do that. I just, I don't see that unity. And the more popular the genre gets, the more separated we're going to be. And, you know, the, the less cohesive this genre is going to be moving forward. Definitely. Listen, we had a situation and I don't want to belabor this. I'm just going to make this last quick point. We had a situation where 418 was, was reaching success with streaming. It's something that Andre talked about on our show almost a year ago. Wasn't it? It was about a year ago that Andre came out to our show to talk about streaming. He gave numbers. He gave statistics. Nobody listened. Here comes 418 yeah, and, and knocks it out the box with streaming, right? Because it's Gino Caparelli and he's doing other music all this other time. All this time he's been doing house, club, EDM. So he learned that side of the business. He brought his knowledge to freestyle. So I knew already that it was going to be successful on his end. And then oh, you yeah. have people question his success. And it, instead of opening up your mind and saying, wow, look at what he did. Is there a way that I can talk to this guy? And, oh, Jose, do you know him? Ralph, do you know him? Can you get me a meeting? None of that. It's just accusations and escalation instead of, taking a step back and saying, hmm, how did he do it? How could I do it? Is there a way for me to learn how he did it? No, you don't get that in Believe freestyle. Believe me, I tried. No, no, and it's just ridiculous. So, I, you know, I just want to leave that there, but I think it was worth mentioning that there are people that are showing, that are explaining, that are telling their secrets, and no one's listening. It's just amazing. No. 
They're too busy accu accusing. They're too busy pointing fingers. They're too busy saying that they've been slighted. They're too busy on social media talking about bullshit. Because if you were to break down a lot of the people that are always complaining about being slighted or about being quote unquote blackballed, it's their fucking fault. They put themselves there. All right. They put themselves there. Right. I know every single story for these folks that are on social media on a daily basis complaining about being slighted and blackballed. They put themselves there. They bit the hand that fed them. They burned the bridge. They thought they were better. They weren't. All right. They did, they did some fucked up shady shit behind the scenes. They backstabbed somebody. That's the reason why they're blackballed. It's not because, oh, let me sit here. Listen, talent, be, you know, talent pushes talent. Okay, talent pushes talent. If somebody has talent, you push them. If somebody has talent, you, you go ahead and you promote them. But in my experience, when I push talent, talent doesn't know how to handle the fandom. Talent does not know how to handle the fame. Talent does not know how to conduct themselves like an artist. That's what talent does. And they implode. You give them six months and they will implode. Just look, just, just look on social media, the people that were hanging with each other in 2018 and the people that were hanging with each other in 2019. Totally separate groups, totally separate cliques. And, and it's probably changed three times over. I tell you, it's a bad wrestling script. It's funny. Yeah, yeah. It's like it's it's so it's so hilarious to me. It's so hilarious, and everybody playing a role, trying to suck up the spotlight from the other person, trying to suck up the spotlight from the person that doesn't have anything, and trying to push down the person that at one time had a name, and now they feel that they're better than. They put themselves where they are. It's not no one's fault but their own. I'm telling you, I've had yeah. these conversations. They've, <laughs> yeah, well. asked, they've asked me. They've asked me. People have called me for references. You know, I understand. And, yeah, because uh, you have told me about it, and I agree with you 100%. But you know what? Let's not belabor it. No matter what we say, we're not going to get through the noise. You know what I'm saying? So you know, we give our opinion, and then we move on. And moving Number on 60 to, on yeah, Apple Podcasts. That's right. <laughs> Buy my UBS stick. No. Uh. <laughs> coming, coming soon. Coming soon, D right? The DUA stick. Listen, right? right <laughs> we're off to right, <laughs> the DUA stick. <laughs> you can listen to music and test you if your girlfriend's pregnant all at the same time. <laughs> anyway, man. So we, we're going to move on uh, with more fan feedback. The next one comes from Tazy Javier uh, on Facebook. He says, let's talk about music that makes a countdown for a month versus making a classic that rotates on people's playlists for years. I honestly feel the genre is still pumping out disposable freestyle and not I'm still going to be jamming to this 20 years from now music. Your thoughts, Jose? I love it. He sounds like me. <laughs> I I love it because it's true. We've been talking about it. How much disposable music has come out of Germany? A oh lot. Oh my God, Jesus! Just, my toilet keeps flushing. It's just a thousand flushes. Uh, look at look at what what uh, was popular a few years back. Do you remember Wild Style? Take me home. That group, those two young girls. Nobody's mm. talking about them. What about you know people like Jill Terrell, amazing vocalist. 
Nobody's talking about Jill Terrell in 2019. It's absolutely true. It has nothing to do with the artist. It just has to do with the community itself. You push, you push, you push, and then you forget, you forget, you forget. You know, I still play uh, Jill Terrell's music. It's timeless to me. That stuck to me. Uh, Be With You Tonight, you know, uh, the the remake that she made, uh, which to me is probably the, one of the greatest remakes of all time. And and I, I love Real Love. Uh, even Runaway is still on my playlist. It's crazy. Uh, love Song is the song that I'm talking about, the remake that she made. I love Jill Terrell. I wish she would come and join us on the Freestyle Club. I want to catch up with her. But Tay-Z, Javier, is absolutely telling the truth. People put out music just to put out music. There's a lot of lying, dying and crying still happening in 2019. <laughs> and, and I'm just like, and I'm just like, nope, 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 nope. And I I get people that have sent me music, and now you're getting it, Mr. Number One. Oh. And you're sending me the screenshots. <laughs> and I'm like, yes! They forgot <laughs> about me. Dude, I, I liked it better when I was unknown. So let, let's talk about some of the songs from 2018. Uh, Sammy's own, still rocking hard, right, with the running redux. We got two banging remixes. One from Carlos and one from the Latin Rascals. You got Rise. That was a big song. Uh, not so much now, but because Lizette and Cynthia teamed up to redo I Can't Change Your Mind with Carlos Barrios. And again, the Latin Rascals are involved with that. So that has overshadowed Rise a little bit, I think, because the, two, the power of two stars there, two legends singing. It's a great remix. It really is. Um, Audie Medina. We're going to have her on the podcast soon. Her songs are still rocking. Uh, Koala Bay, who is playing anything for Mood Swings? Not many people. Not many people, right? So you have that. AB, It Was Love, a great song from the Santana Twins. Has he had anything else since then that can compare to It Was Love? Nope. No. Nope. Uh, Ronaldo, the remake of The Promise. This thing was hyped as the second coming. Is anyone playing it today? Never played it once. There you go. I mean, and, and the list goes on and on. Yeah. I think he makes a great point. And part of it, though, because there are some really good songs, the number one song in your countdown was Legendary last year, which I, I'm not hearing as much this year, which should be played. It should still be played. But that's not because the song is bad. It's because what Gino talks about when it comes to marketing and better promotion, there is none coming from that camp unfortunately and i'm i'm putting it out there not as a slight to them but as a as a point of reference where you can have a great song but if you don't push it enough it's not going to get the attention it deserves sort of like almost a sean davis that has a great song but because the artist himself is not involved with his fans it's not getting the attention that i feel i i completely agree on that one the song by sean davis to me it's probably top three songs of 2019. And I wish that he was here to promote that song because that song is supposed to have lots and lots of legs. It's supposed to be played throughout the entire year. It should never leave the countdown for the entire year. It should be retired at the end of the year. And I just don't see that support for it. I see a lot of other support for other songs, but not that one. And I'm, I was hoping, and I, I've spoken about this to Nick, I, I want to get uh, Sean Davis on our podcast to discuss these things with him. And, you know, hopefully we can engage with him. 
But yeah, man, that's that's the biggest one. I don't even see people talking about it today. No, and it's a shame. It's a great song. The song is produced. We we talk a lot about layers of, of, of goodness, right? Layers of layers. That that to me has to be 40, 50, 60 tracks. Yeah, man. That song. It has to be. And and, and the energy and effort that was put into it is not reflected on the charts is not reflected on the countdowns is not reflected in the fb live djs because it's just unfortunately it's not getting the promotion and that's up to the artists and it's up to the label it's not up to the producers to to you know they should be busy producing music that's their lane the artists should be out there promoting their own stuff if the label is not doing it for them and i think that sean davis is also leaving money on the table because as you can see, there are people that are interested in booking artists that have great music. And why, who wouldn't want to book Sean Davis? Yeah. He, can si he can sing live. He has some really good music. And I would book him with uh, Serenity, with, uh, with uh, Amber Marie Johnson. I mean, I would book those two guys together. They do house music together. They do freestyle together. They would, and they can rock it live. Yeah, they could be the new Raquel and Joe Zengi. Absolutely. These artists need to to step it up. It, it, you got to understand, guys, it's not just other freestyle artists that you're competing with. You're competing with Netflix. You're competing with uh, a baseball games. You're competing with a, a night out at the shore. You're competing with a night, a Fortnite. There's so many other things that people can be doing with their time. And you're specifically competing with Pornhub. Yeah, and you're competing with that. So, <laughs> all right, so let's move on to our next uh, comment. It comes from the Santana Twins. What, uh, and they state, what freestyle needs more of if this new sign of life is expected to last. And it, it comes back to better promotion and better marketing of the music, I think. Subscribe to the Freestyle Club. Freestyle on Spotify, Apple Podcast, Google Podcast, Google Play, iHeartRadio, TuneIn, and Stitcher. Visit thefreestyleclub.com, cprsclubhouse.com, and theunknownadmin.com. The Freestyle Club. The Freestyle Club. Let's talk freestyle. Let's talk about George Anthony versus George Lamont now that it's over. The song that's been getting the most promotion... Uh, on social media for weeks. Now, you know, for me to have the song have legs, I created uh, a few podcasts just specifically to debut this song. Uh, the first one was a taping of George Anthony coming live to my radio show. We played some of the best songs that he ever recorded. And then when I got the song, I was able to create a podcast to promote the new song, but also have people be familiar with his new song. That's that's promotion. Then the following week, you know, we invited uh, George Lamont and George Anthony to do a segment on the Freestyle Club. Uh, we also did a George Anthony countdown, a definitive countdown on my show Clubhouse. So we, as a collective, come up with content to support the promotion of this song. But I also uh, stated that not one person can be the sole promoter of a specific great song. And going forward, and to answer Santana Twins, we need to come up with a, uh, a formula to promote music instead of worrying about who gets it first. 
So I understand that I ha- I call myself Mr. Exclusive, but that's that's marketing. And I call myself uh, the number one song in freestyle or, or the number, the number one, one show. Counter. Yeah. Yeah. At the only top 10 countdown that matters, the number one, this, I, that's all promotion. But when it comes to George Anthony and George Lamont, I suggested that, of course, I'm going to get the, the song first uh, because these are folks that come to me anyway. So they're going to come and promote it on my show on a Thursday. We're going to replay it on a Friday. Also on Friday, Gino Caporelli is going to promote it on his show. On Saturday, I wanted Cliff Potts to have it. I wanted the DJs that spin music to have it. I also skipped that on Thursdays, Tim Spinning Schober comes on after me, so he could have the song after me as well on that Thursday. Sunday comes along, Tim is on again, so are other DJs, and just make it this big debut. Monday, of course, um, Cutlass. Uh, I skipped over Richie Rich in Connecticut. But the point that I'm trying to make is, is that if we were all united as one to promote great quality freestyle music and not worried about competing against each other or talking uh, Gito Caparelli's ear off because you want the song first, we can get somewhere. And it, 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 could, it could be, you know, on Thursday, Jose, because it's Thursday. We started that way. Thursday night, uh, Tim Schomer. Friday, uh, Gito Caparelli, Clubhouse Dance Music. Uh, Saturday. You know, whoever's on Saturday, Sunday, La Mega, you know, Monday, Cutlass, you know, and just keep it going and promote the song the way that it should be promoted. And I, I always love that. Remember when Carlos Barrios contacted us to promote his first song with uh, Sammy Zone, Without You? Every DJ that was under the WhatYouMissing.com, WCM Radio, like, they were just so happy to, to play that. And then they, they, they did the same thing. Uh, years later, with uh, Carlos Barrios versus Sammy Zone running Redux, that day was a day of celebration. Everybody was going on just to play the fucking song on vinyl. You know what I mean? And we need more of those days. We need more of those days. And we also need to pro- provide a link. And the, the company also has to provide a link or where people can go and buy it. And ju- we just have to be more united on promoting the music instead of promoting ourselves. But... Freestyle is a self-gratification type of music. I, I, I want to jump in and say I, that's where I think some of the promotion went kind of sideways. When people go on a radio station, they have to put in a call to action. Don't say that it's going to come out down the road or, you know, it's in pre... Hey, go to artistic.com. Go to jlarms.com. Go to... Whoever, falanodetag.com, and the information will be there. Drive them somewhere. Send them somewhere. Don't just leave them hanging with, uh, you know, we're going to have a pre-order at some time down the road. Uh, it, it To me, it just, it doesn't seem like, you know what? Like I said, what I did with my podcast, I sat down, before I did anything, I sat down and, and created a strategy. And I said, does this make sense? If I do this, what's going to happen? If I do that, what's going to happen? Should I do this before I do that? Should I be doing these two things at the same time? Should I be doing this a week ahead of time? But even before you did that, you you actually take the time and it's consuming. And you go and you create links or you link the artist to the song on social media, on iTunes. You 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 uh, press a button and you're collaborating already with the artist because you even though the the artist didn't do shit, 
all, you did all the work for them. Because all they do is go to theunknownadmin.com, they click on the name, you're on their Facebook page. They click on the song title, they're on uh, podcasts or they're on iTunes or they're on Google Play Music or Spotify and they're listening to their song streaming it. So you're doing all the work for them. You know, I'm doing all the work for them when I do the same thing. You know, with, with as an example with George Anthony and George Lamont, you know, I had to put links to Willie and George and 418 and just have people click on the page because I didn't have the information that I needed to be able to direct people to the right direction. It's when I uh, I told you from the very beginning, I didn't want to talk promotions because it, to me, it's just like you're beating a dead horse. But, you know, hopefully someone will listen and, and, and not take it as I'm putting them down. I don't like them. I'm being negative. All these adjectives that they add when they don't agree with what you have to say because they've taken it to the ass instead of to the ear. But be before we had successful podcasts, okay, we had successful iRadio station, not like these shitty ass radio stations that <laughs> you guys are so running to, you know, try to be part of, not these fake radio stations that make it seem like they get all these listeners when they get two. We actually had a successful iRadio station before. We had a successful board before. Uh, you know, we had success. We had we had iHeart Freestyle, which ended up being taken over by our iHeart Radio. So even though we didn't succeed, we still went back to the board and did podcasts. Well, we so, succeeded. We, uh, hold on for a second. We succeeded enough that iHeart wanted what we had exactly, and and sent lawyers to come get it. So I would call that success. We got their attention. Who else has gotten attention from a, a major radio entity that wanted what they had? That's a great way to put it. And now they, they have both our podcasts on iHeartRadio, so it's just cool. I, but the point is, it's like, if you're not going to take our advice, people that have been really plugging away, and maybe we don't have 100% of the answers, but man, if you can't notice uh, the results, then, and it, it's free, right? Everything that we say is free. Just like the advice that you give is free, the advice that I give is free, Gino Caporali wants to give us wisdom for free. What's going on with people? I would kill. Like, I would sit in, in, a, in a production studio with Jesus the Juice Vasquez and just sit there and watch him splice together a cart, an uh, audio advertising by hand with tape and and reel to reel and and his you know razor. And I sit there and I just watch him do it. And that was tedious, hours and hours. And now that it's easier, people don't want to listen to shit or pay attention to shit. It's they want to reinvent the wheel and, and there's no need to do all that. Just follow the formula that works. Follow the formula that Andre had laid out to you a year ago. Follow the formula that Gino Caparelli had told us when he was on our podcast. We had both Andre and Gino to explain what they do. Who listened? No one. So if they won't listen to their own, then what else can we do? Nothing. Just sit back and just watch them hit their head against the wall a few times. Right? Remember when Glenn said that CDs is not the way to go, that it'll be downloads and everybody laughed at him? Glenn Gutierrez. I, to, to this day, I have respect for him for saying that because we brought that up back in the boards. And people were like, blah, 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 bullshit. Guess what? Here we are, 2019. He's already cashing checks for 15 years now. 
Oh, all right. So let's move on to our last piece of fan feedback, which comes again from uh, the Santana twins. And I'm just going to paraphrase because they wrote quite a bit. But basically, it's, you know, artists need to pay the producers for their time doing a track. The, the promoters need to pay the artists, veterans and newcomers, a fair performance fee. Promoters need to have a, a, the right formula. For every two veterans that are booked, they should be booking a new artist. And fans need to buy and support the music. So I ask you, CPR, this circle of freestyle music, what, what are the chances, what are the odds of any of that happening? I have been preaching the same thing for many years. I have been putting it into action. But again, you know, it's just, you it's fighting against the grain. Uh, so if I put a show together and I put uh, Sam Savone and then I put a new artist on, like um, I put Sam Savone, I put Payne, uh, that was one of my group. I, I put uh, Jennifer Zapata uh, from um, the Reza uh, record label. I put Eric Christian all together for our show. And then I got a fight with a fucking social media sweat hog in regards to who should do this and who should do that. Like we fight more with the audience that are supposed to be coming to the show than with the artists that are booked to be on the show. But I always try to balance it out. You know, I always try to balance out old school artists, Sam Savone, uh, the group called Payne, Eric Christian, uh, you know, even, even Julio Mena jumped up to do a free song with, uh, with Sam Savone and, and, and just accompany him on, on stage, you know? So I, I try to balance it out like that. Uh, I know that they've made some other points, the Santana twins, but those are things that we've been talking about for years. Just too many, too many years of talking about the same things. Uh, you can't pay everyone because not everyone deserves to be paid. Uh, you can cover their transportation. You can uh, comp them tickets, or you could do what Sammy Zone did and sell tickets you know, and earn your way that way. I mean, Sammy Zone for a good five to 10 years has been hustling for fever. And now, and I'm still sure that he does, but now he gets his fee and he sells tickets and makes double the money. So I, I don't know, man. It, it's just, there are a lot of lazy freestyle artists that don't want to put in the, the time or feel that they're being demeaned if, if, they're, if they do something like that. If they do something like that. So I think... You know, the Santanas have a good point, and I agree that people should pay the producers. Uh, but so here, he, it's, like, it's like nine different layers to this answer, right? So the Santana twins deserve to be get to, to get paid, right? So they'll ask somebody for $1,000, right? And then that person that the Santana twins said is $1,000 will go to another producer and say, fuck the Santana twins, I'll do it for 200 and then so, they end up getting a two hundred dollar track, though, right? Exactly. Yeah, yeah, you get what you pay. For. You yeah. get what you pay for. But in this freestyle community, when Romeo Entertainment is supposed to be like this great uh, commodity in our music, all of them sound like they got a hundred and fifty, two hundred dollar production, and everyone's celebrating them. So I don't think quality is really important in twenty nineteen for the lower tier people. It comes back to what Javi said. It's disposable music is what they're, they're getting. You make the track. Why are you making the track? Because 
you want to get bookings. It's the end game, right? Isn't that the end game? To make tracks so you can get booked. It's not just to throw out music, right? It's you're doing it for a purpose. You want to sell it. You want to get books, uh, bookings. So why not invest in yourself? Why not hold back your the tax return, sell off uh, the old sneakers on eBay, collect bottles, whatever it is, and, and get a track, get a, a a a good fucking track from the Santana Twins, Carlos Barrios, this Jay Alarms, Willie Valentin. There's so many good ones out there still. Already, you, you can get good tracks. You know, hey, solid tracks. Jenny, Jenny Renee came, paid, and now she's cashing in. And that's all I can say. You know, people are are like are stupid. You know, I, I can only say that word. I'm sorry, you're fucking stupid. You know what I mean? Like, look at what Jenny Renee did. She became number one right off the bat. And people are like, how'd that happen? Joe, she went to the hottest producer. They paid. Not only did they do that, she went to the hottest label. She's getting spins. She's getting booked. She got booked for her release party she's getting booked again to perform with chrissy Aiz and, and and a few others she's getting booked she's getting paid she's doing what she needs to do what did she do she put up her own put, money to absolutely. do these things right she she flew to you she didn't have to do that she could have done a telephone interview right but she flew to you she flew to uh philadelphia to make an appearance there she got to meet caparelli in person she you know she she's been adopted so it's Jenny Renee, George Anthony, Willie Valentine, Cynthia Figueroa, Lily Rose. Like all these people are now commingling with each other and they're trying to push each other in different ways. Hey, um, um, Willie Valentine was was uh, performing in Philadelphia. He talked to the promoter. Hey, can we get Jenny Renee in here? Yeah, let's get Jenny Renee in there. Jenny Renee flew. Flew from, from Florida to Boston. She got stuck in Boston. Then she had to hit it, get another flight somewhere. Then she had to drive. But she got there. She met the, the the label head of 418 Freestyle, Gino Caporelli. I'm not speaking out of school. These things happen because it they're putting in the work, you know? And so that's how you get that that buzz. That's how you get that respect. You're not going to get respect by shitting on people you don't even know. Right. And, and that's the point. We didn't know Jenny Renee a year ago, right? Nope. Nobody knew her. But he, she came and she invested in herself. She believed in herself enough to make these trips, put cash out up front, and now she's reaping the rewards. And that's what artists need to look at. They need to look at other people's success and follow that model that has already been laid out. Stop trying to reinvent the wheel. It's not that hard. Just follow what works for other people and tailor it to work for you. That, 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 now, that's, that's everything in life. That's with everything in life. So now we, we've talked for about, you know, a, a good chunk of time. I don't think that we've offended anyone. I don't think that we've done anything to come out of pocket, to be disrespectful, because that's some of the stuff that we get as feedback, right? And I think that we've educated. I think that we've tried to give advice with just some of the feedback that some of the listening audience have given us. And, and we talk with passion and we talk with, with knowing. There's nothing worse for me than sitting back and knowing exactly what's going to happen with an artist because because I can read them a mile away and then watching it happen. It is so disheartening because you try to steer them and, and they just don't want to be, they don't want to be steered. And so you just watch them self-destruct a month, two months, three months, 
six months in. The Santana Twins uh, made some great points there. Uh, we're running out of time, so we'll definitely we'll talk more about what the Santana Twins had to say in the next Blah Blah episode. But it, it, it's, it's a lot to take in. So it's a lot to unpack. It's a lot to break down there. So we'll definitely cover this in the next episode. This is the Freestyle Club. Pick Hit of the Week. It's time for the Pick Hit of the Week. This week's Pick Hit is being brought to you by the Unknown Admin Podcast. <laughs> oh, jeez. I can't. Unknown Admin, what is your Pick Hit of the Week? In honor of our missing comrade, I'm going to pick Sean Davis' Heartbeat Away. <laughs> there you go, Nick. You owe this me one. podcast is broken. is G.A. George Anthony versus George Lamond. Now that it's over. Available right now on all your digital distribution sites. As a matter of fact, all the songs that we recommend here on the podcast are available on your digital distribution sites. My name is CPR Jose Ortiz. He's DUA. And for the broken one, who's not here. He's loving freestyle.